0: Getting bestsellers online, getting a piece of the action. Learn from the top sellers, become a top seller. Become leaders. Start now. Okay. Here's a job. That needs to be done. That I I don't know if I've ever talked about it, or ever told somebody to do it. But you need to be thinking. Any, I don't know, executive, this is... If your job is a survival of any company, or in very specific, the one that I guess I know best, which is e-commerce, right? Amazon. What is going to happen next? What is the next barrier? Who is the next person who's going to challenge you, challenge your market share, challenge your brand, challenge whatever? Because here's... This is just a truth about life. If you don't prepare for something, if you don't plan for it, if you don't think about it, predict it, plan against it, you're going to get bit in the ass. You're going to get hurt. You're going to get hit you, if you don't know what's coming. And again, the, the big example that we have is like with our, you know, the milk frother. I go, okay, I ask myself, like, listen, what is, how are we going to, let's say, lose the top spot? Who is going to challenge us? And I'm like, well, someone that does good marketing and sells it for half the price out of China, either the factory or not a factory or the factory's friend or whatever. It's like, well, that's going to happen. Even if the product is worse, people don't care. They're like, whatever, I'll, I'm paying half the price. And that's what I thought of. So, okay, how do you defend against that? And this is how... The Amazon aggregator market, this is why they failed, okay? They bought a brand, and they do nothing with it. Now, I guarantee, if you have a product that's out, and you do nothing to defend against someone else taking its market share, it will disappear, become unprofitable, and eventually die. It's going to happen, period, period. I mean, who cares? Imagine you invented the first phone, and you made the phone like, this is the best phone, I love this phone, I never touched it. Uh, literally no, nobody's selling whatever I don't even know what like Blackberry that was just around this is not even like a hundred years ago but like you don't keep up with the times you don't plan for someone else taking your market share and doing something better than you you were going to not last very long so in our case uh, right again we, we were leading the milk frother category currently um, we have more designs and milk brothers coming out of all this stuff. We have so many patents. We got trademarks. We got this. We have low price. We have high price. We have the highest price. We have bundle. We're defending every angle and every corner. Because this space is valuable to us. And we're going to deliver a better product than anybody can. So we can think, hey, what could somebody do in this category that would maybe, maybe be better than ours? And I, I asked myself that question now, and it's still really that low price model. So right now we're like, OK, how can we make the motors last long, be good, look nice and still cost super low? And we need to have that offer around. Because that's where, you know, we get potential loss and continue. That has to be. But then it's like, good. Someone makes something that's cooler, so that's more nice, that has a better whatever. And so that's why we have like six new models with all different patents and different stuff, because it's like What's the coolest one that's gonna look out? That's another one that can take over. Now imagine if someone did both. They did something it's amazing and cost super little and last super long and whatever. That's our biggest threat. Now, again, it's unlikely to happen, let's say, rapidly. More likely, someone comes out with something, let's say, super cheap, they get some market share, it makes them money, and then from there they can make something that looks better. And like they get momentum. Someone can get momentum. That's how we came about. And if we look at the the inventor of the Aero Latte, which is the original frother, apparently, um, the model looks exactly the same as when they first launched. Okay, now listen, I I don't know what their margins are like on this. I just know we sell way more than them on Amazon. They might sell more than us uh, total, maybe because they're in stores. They sell a lot. I have no idea. But on Amazon, they're losing because their thing looks like it's you know 15 years old because it is. Okay, doesn't matter if they invented it. All this other stuff is irrelevant. Doesn't matter. You were the number one. You were the first. You whatever. If you don't move forward, you don't. You can't think. So, so imagine you first make it. You have this big success. Your first thing needs to be, a, your first thought needs to be, who's gonna come after this? Oh, someone's gonna make something that looks like a freaking spaceship. That's kind of cool. That's amazing. And it's gonna take it over. If he would have thought of that and made something, he would have prevented them losing all the market share. At some point, they had 100% of the market in theory. Again, heard that they're the first one. I don't know for sure, but if they are. They had 100% market share, first one. Now they have, you know, at least on Amazon, nothing, not even 1%. So that is a thought process that needs to go all the time. What, where are we going to lose? Now, again, this is for areas where we're already leading, right? Where you're already leading and you're in the front, that's when you think of. On the opposite, if you're not leading, you think the opposite way. What am I going to do that will take this guy down, right? So there's openings. Right. This is a game of you're looking at the defense. Like, oh, this person is short or whatever. Like in the football or something, or, this person doesn't run fast. Well, you go and you're gonna go through there, right? Or I don't, I don't play football, right? So I, it probably is a terrible analogy. But like, look for where the defenses are low. Okay. So for us, we go, oh wow. Well, this, you know, whatever. Let's talk about this uh, a tripod or a camera. They don't have a camera that I don't know can go underwater. Well. GoPro did that, and look at the market share—they made billions. I, don't know. I think it's billions. GoPro, how much is what's GoPro valuation? I have no idea. They're—they're, they're, I know they're very big. GoPro uh, valuation. Did they go public? Um, hmm. per share. Da, 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 da. Let me see. So, I'm gonna quickly just check. I guess they are—they're public. Market cap eight hundred and twenty-one million dollars. No. So GoPro they're like you know what these cameras they break I can't bring it skateboarding blah 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 i can't go ticket surfing let me f-. They, they isolated that so i'm gonna make a camera that can go anywhere will never break can do all this stuff and they took a billion dollars of market share from cameras it's ridiculous so again Nokia or whoever these top guys may be thinking hmm what don't we have oh a thing that would never die, and, and they could have thought of that and made a, a sub brand that would have been more than a billion because it would have came with the Nokia or not Nokia, Sonic brand, Sony, yeah, Sony or um, kind of Sonic, whatever any, any of these guys that make the cameras, right? Um, that's an example. So when we're on the offense, we don't have a lot of market share. We find what can we deliver, what can we bring that doesn't exist, and ideally, it's something that's significant, right? And it's back to the lemon squeezer of this thing is better than everybody else's but it's not visible no, the best model had terrible marketing it had a great uh design worked better than all the others but it was number 20. it's like huh we can market that thing and get it to the top um so anyway you guys know the story so that's just something that if we get caught off guard it's our own fault. right like oh someone comes out with i don't know we're selling a a cheese board i don't know and someone comes out with some cheese board that's like half as thin so it costs half the price way less wood but it looks the same it's just as sturdy but you save the customer 15 dollars, and you you make the same amount of money that would be way better can we make a cheeseburger like that like just talking about i'm like i mean that's it's a great idea can can we somehow make it smaller this or like make it not crack i don't know and this is an example and i don't know if that's the best example but like also what if it doesn't look like this kind of cheap wood but it's like something way more elevated I, I don't know but we would kind of see what do people want in that what do the reviews say honestly cheese boards is a tough category because when you look at the reviews everything's 4.8 stars people love the cheese boards cheeseboards cheese boards included everybody's happy with what they have now so at that point it's not like you're going to do something revolutionary because people love the cheese boards they buy it they love the cheese boards there's no issues with the cheese board everybody loves them so like but if you can get the same thing at a lower cost that's a good entry point yeah right If you can, that's the biggest entry point because people love exactly how they are now or something that they would love even more. I don't know. I don't have an exact answer for the cheese boards, but I would think something a little bit thinner that looked very similar, but took up less space and cost a lot less because, you know, $50, $60 for a cheese board. I mean, it's great, but if you could sell the same exact thing practically for $35, uh, I would assume you can sell a lot of stuff. So predict, okay. And so far, it's I think someone saying, hey, someone's going to come out with this at a much cheaper price. It's never wrong. I mean, it's I don't think it's ever happened where it's like you. if you predict that it's going to happen because it's that's happens in every that's that's life. I mean, so. OK, good. Um, That's product. It's also processes. It's also availability and distribution, right? Because if you look at. Amazon so right now yeah we could do great on Amazon but is Amazon gonna always be number one Uh, I don't don't think Amazon will always be number one so we need to be everywhere right and um Grant Cardone talks about this right so he's like every social every new social media that comes out as soon as it's out he's like I'm on there and I'm having people post on there a new thing comes out whatever it's like I'm gonna post there because who knows right who knew TikTok was gonna be what it is today yeah so like oh no I don't want to be on TikTok no If we can be on every single marketplace. Then that's a You're getting ready for a potentiality of something dethroning Amazon or taking a big market share or having, you know, whatever. So we exist in all these places and in all the country like we need to be everywhere because something might just blow up. Right. That's why we want to be an influencers. Maybe the influencer thing goes nuts and we don't have a good influencer program. And that's what everybody does now or. Whatever, so it's kind of like not, yes, it's do everything and be everywhere as much as possible because there's chances and opportunity everywhere. That's more of like a distribution. Because what if Amazon went down tomorrow and we don't even have a website? Like that would be a, a problem. Like in COVID, when Amazon had shipping out, you know, five weeks, they're like. Everything we deliver in five weeks, our website, you know, sales like quadruple twin tuple. Yeah, exactly. If we didn't prepare for like well, who knows if Amazon's always gonna be up. If we don't prepare, then we're gonna get screwed. But we're like, oh well, we're prepared, we have the warehouse, we have the inventory, we have stuff stateside, not just you know, overseas. We have things ready. If all these happen, so when we think about what could happen and then we prepare for it, then those bad things do not occur. That's the that's the key point. And and just know Same thing with, like, uh, intellectual property, right? If you never look up any patents, you never look up this, you never do whatever. Oh, no, we had a patent. Well, okay, of course. If you never looked at it, you never figured out. Okay, good. If We need to know so much where it's like, oh, of course. um, You know, you you got charged $50 a shipment because the thing was over 50 pounds. Whatever stupid rules or whatever that exists. But, like, if you don't know about it, boom, it happens. Then you learn about it. But it'll be much better for you, obviously, Learn about it before <laughs> you got hit with it. Right. Yeah. But that's fine. Sometimes it doesn't happen that way. You learn as you go, but then don't let it happen to you a second time. Right. So we've okay, market share gets taken because of the price market share gets taken because they had the better video or they had the better marketing. OK, good. Well, be on the lookout for new new guys coming out of the scene. What are they doing really good and make sure that we have something that is at least that good or better And and watch because a lot of these things don't happen overnight. Right. Netflix didn't take over Blockbuster overnight like oh wow they, they started coming up and someone's like oh my gosh that's a threat and the whole thing gets replicated and the whole deal happens and they go oh um red box no not red box I guess Netflix had their own thing I don't know really, I don't know the whole history but like they go to the same places and go we're gonna sell you the same thing we're gonna charge you zero dollars and we'll give you the same the same service they'll probably kick, kick those guys out and then they would have never had a chance yeah but they're not operating in that area so anyway that's today's lesson yes good question what would be other examples of how to defend against processes processes that are like most vital to 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 defend or to work on i don't know so one thing that an an advantage now is for example you know at least if you if you look at the total sales or amazon presence images things like that is generally superior to most other people, particularly if it's like a large brand. OK, so how to prevent that is we need to stay being informed. What are the new ways to sell on Amazon? What are the new types of videos? What are the new types of promotions? What are the you know, is there some new a- like A.I. A.I. is bigger now, whatever. OK, is there any way to like use A.I. to see all the different keywords and stuff that we can go on? Because what's happening since we were born this and this we were very scrappy we know okay these are the keywords you put them here but what if that all changes and we're not there to see the change see that's the the issue of like the disruptors and someone coming in out of nowhere they're researching everything and then acting you're you're doing research based on 10 years ago if you're not learning what's coming out today and so the the prevention of like processes is we need to know keep an eye like who are the biggest, most emerging, I don't know, Amazon brands? Okay, what are they doing? And, and actually look, what are they doing that we're not doing? If anything, maybe there's nothing right now. But 10 years from now, we're still doing the same whatever. And, you know, someone has like a tool that they push a button and they're like, this is everything from every social media and blah, and this is a perfect product. I don't know. Again, yeah. it's, it's hard to imagine. You can't always predict what's going to happen. Well, you at least try. Yeah. Like some machine is going to come out. With like all the perfect keywords and if they, that's used for a couple of years without us knowing about it boom they start taking market share it's too late we don't know maybe they got an exclusive with that person they you know now we can't buy it whatever i don't know i'm just imagining or, it or could even be like the sourcing process like if you only depend on one country yes it all could 100 percent 100 percent. right so like okay good so i make things in the united states how do you make things here how do we have backups how do we have all that kind of stuff because correct that is a that is a fantastic example if everything you're making is in china and there's some sort of new ban or this or blah or whatever uh, and then you're totally out of business well you've known for years that all your stuff is coming out of there and that there's a potential risk or whatever some war between russia and ukraine and something and china got involved blah, blah it could happen so it's like you need to know that's another thing that's a perfect that's a supply chain prediction right that's like the product. What, what if our thing is cut off? OK, good. What if your all your workers go on strike or something? I don't know. I'm just thinking of like scenarios of like things that could happen. And if you're starting to prepare for that, you'd be like, OK, good. Well, uh, you know, Amazon, I guess it had some union thing or whatever. There's a new vote. So they probably have like, OK, if that happens, what do we do? I, I don't know. But you're at least thinking about it and putting things in place. Because, yes, something like that absolutely could happen. So when that happens, OK what's plan b what what do we have in place um another thing is for example i know um jack ma founder of alibaba he says listen you need to run your company where every single person in company can take a three-month break three-month vacation and we've talked about this before but because we're all none of us are like immune to this world right like i don't know something could happen to somebody and they don't show up at work or maybe they get poached or whatever. And they're they're just gone. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you can't survive without that person, something's going to break. So, okay. Start planning. Okay. What's the place? Uh, have the replacement, have the uh, backup, have the whatever, have it all written up, all that kind of stuff. So, especially in times when you're doing very well, when you be looking and finding these things, okay, mm-hmm. what is going to break us next week? What's going to break us next month? Cause if we know, oh my gosh, yeah, what if I don't know. And here this is the actual thing that happened. There's an Amazon ads agency. Like three or four employees, and they manage ads. And I heard the guy talking on LinkedIn because I think one of the one of their clients went and it was a big client, I guess. Poached his entire team. Wow. Basically, like Oh, you guys are making whatever you guys are on Serbia, blah, blah, blah. You're making two grand a month. I'll pay you off five grand a month each. The guy's agency gone in a second because the pay was the only thing keeping them there. And that's unpredictable. It's like, what? Oh, you, you're feeling great. Oh, I have all my guys in Serbia or whatever. Uh, uh, uh Venezuela, Philippines, blah, blah. It's amazing. Listen. All your guys can be poached by this thing. So if it's not in your contract, and even if it is in your contract, it can still happen. Now you go through lawsuits or whatever. So what are you doing for a long-term plan for these guys? Because if they're all only money motivated, there's nothing else. There's no team. There's nothing to keep these guys in place. And you're just like, woohoo. that's another hole that can exist. Yeah. So what's the team? What's the culture? Why are they doing there? What do you stand? Like all those things matter. And... What's their future? And are you talking with these guys? Because in an agency, you need to know your clients will poach your people because that is, uh, again, that's if you're not researching and finding out, that's something that does happen. So if you're not looking that and and, and preparing for something like that, it's going to happen to you and you're going to complain and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe and these clients are horrible, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, wait, <clears throat> did your contract say you couldn't poach them? No. Okay, it's going to happen to you. Even with the contract in place, it might, it might still happen to you. So, you have no country in place. Happened to us. People leave and then take people with <coughs> them. It has happened. Yeah. yeah. So and 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 so that's the thing. So like you can have non competes and blah and all those things in place, but no, it still might happen, right? So I know there's this company, uh, Steam, Steam, Steam Logistics. Yeah, we use them. Yeah. So uh this big company went from out of nowhere, like to like 100 million revenue, 200 million, 300 million. I mean, all right, they went like a crazy from zero to a bunch, and their big thing is like all this whole industry works on non-compete agreements and they say listen we will fight that company cuz these agreements are unenforceable in the court of law in a way it makes sense so if you go to legally uh, this is not legal advice check with a lawyer blah 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 okay i need to do this this it's it's true you need to check with the lawyer cuz i this is not this is my legal understanding it could be totally flawed 100% for a non-compete to be legally binding it's not like for the whole company it needs to be for a specific person who has specific information that is somehow vital and they have it and they have a non-compete on a specific thing. Those are valid. But if you just say, every my company, nobody could ever work for another company that does this and everybody signs it, that will not hold up. And two, you're not going to sue somebody to try to get a person, I don't know, was making maybe 20 bucks an hour or something on your staff to then do a lawsuit that's going to cost you 100 grand. So even... Po- the point is, these non-competes, even if they're there, Steam Logistics goes, you have it? We will represent you in court. And they take all these logistics people, took all the connections, and they built a hundred, hundred plus million dollar company in, I don't know, two years. Wow. Because they found a, a defense like, all these people can earn more money. I'll take the connections with them. We every, Like, everybody wins except where they used to work. I guess, right. And and that they built that company. So that's an example of, like, predicts so if you're a logistics company today just know steam logistics might take your people tomorrow wow right, like that's and and it's you could say if it's wrong or right or not or whatever but it's not illegal even if you have an uncompete because there's things and even if it quote unquote is illegal what's the the downside is going to be okay you're going to go in a lawsuit and then you're going to be required to force a person to stay that the ordinal doesn't want to be there and yeah So the point is, those are holes. These holes exist. And in any time you're doing very well, look for these holes because every second you're vulnerable, every second there's people looking to take your market share, to take your customers, to take your processes, to take your inventions, to take your whatever. Like, I mean, this is the guy, I I talked to him, okay? The inventor, he says he's the inventor of the frother. He says, I should have patented the thing. It's like, okay, well, no joke. He actually said, I'm making guys like you rich. That's what he says. And he's like angry. But like, if you don't patent an item, of course people are going to steal it from you. Like what? Not It's not even stealing. It's like not even yours. So like for him to to be like, well, I don't know whatever his thought process was in this. And I don't even want to get into it. Like I, I feel bad almost of talking about it, right? But like, if you don't file for it, then you're going to rent a problem. There was a lawsuit with OXO, okay? Uh, Troy, Helen of Troy, I think is the official name. And there was a Kickstarter campaign. The Kickstarter, and I don't remember the exact thing, but this is an this is a, a very interesting case. In the Kickstarter campaign, they send out an email that shows a model of a product. Just kind of how it looks like, okay? Happened to be OXO is on this mailing list because OXO must, their R&D must be on point point. they're just like on all the Kickstarters and seeing all the designs, right? So they see it. Good. A year passes after you disclose your your design you have a year to file if you don't file you're not eligible to file any more patents they file two years later okay not oxo the other company but oxo releases one sells way more than the kickstarter the kickstarter goes to sue oxo oxo like countersues or something and oxo wins because they go i had this email from blah 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 2017 and you did this and your thing is there we and they invalidated the patent and then got like the other parts, I don't know, but like uh, file your stuff on time, uh, know what the laws are, follow the law. Otherwise, OXO, who knows the law, is going to beat you. It's like, uh, uh, is uh, you can't be surprised. The point is, do not be surprised when someone comes out with a product way cheaper than yours. Do not be surprised when someone comes out with a video that's better than yours. Do not be surprised if you're staying still you will get beat, stepped on, whatever. So, yeah. Okay. Great. Awesome. Ecom leaders. Bye.